Hey guys and welcome to episode 6 of the Fit Pro Lead Gen Show with me, David Kyle. Today we are finally back in the gym. Kind of like two weeks ago we were doing a Fit Pro Lead Gen tour and then last week we did the show all the way from Budapest but today we are finally back in Cardiff. Today's show is quite an interesting one because like over the last couple of weeks we've been talking about generating leads whether that be from Facebook ads and uh, offline type of thing. Today I want to share a call that I did with Stuart McKenzie. Now Stuart McKenzie did come on the Fit Pro Lead Gen tour with us in Liverpool the other week, but the recording we did there wasn't the greatest. This camera was a bit too far away from him. The audio wasn't great. So I spoke to him earlier today and we had a really good chat. Now what I really liked about this conversation, it wasn't just about how to sell to people, it was also about how to chase the leads. Because running ads is, is straightforward enough. We show you inside the FitPro portal, or like we do it for a load of businesses. But when these leads come in, being able to chase these leads, being able to cope with them and book them in is one of the hardest parts of actually making the sale. You've got the ads coming on, these leads enter your inbox. You've got to feel confident enough to pick that phone up and call these people. Then no matter if you've called them once, you need to make sure you keep calling them until they answer the phone. And Stuart goes into great detail on the call that I'm gonna share with you about that. Plus he also tells us a little bit more about how to sell the right questions to ask, when to maybe actually not say anything at all. So that's enough of me talking. Let's jump straight into the conversation I had with Stuart. So I'm joined by Stuart today. Stuart joined us uh, the other week when we did the Fit for Legion tour and he came in specifically to talk about sales. So welcome, Stuart. Hi, are you mate? Okay. Yeah, okay. So tell us a little bit more. What is it that you know that maybe some of like me or some other business or gym owners don't really know when it comes to sales? And then maybe how would you lay it out to make it a lot easier for them to generate sales themselves? Um, I, think, I think one of the most common things... Um, a lot of personal trainers do have or a bad habit that a lot of them will have is the fact that they um, get too involved in the coaching aspect of it during the sales call. So some coaches can make a lot of sales off the back of, off, off the back of that, but it doesn't become a teachable system and it becomes quite hard to kind of scale a team or it, beca or it becomes hard to kind of track the effectiveness of that sales call, if that makes sense. So, um, I think more trainers need to move away from the coaching aspect and, and have a solid structure. So that, that's the kind of thing that I use with my agency, but also teach other um, personal trainers as well is your job. Your job when it comes to selling is to separate, separate two specific states. So where they are right now, so more of like an agitated state, separate that from their kind of future where they want to be. So the end goal, the, the, the very specific thing that they want to achieve, you need to establish what those two things are Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then be, be the guide that kind of gets them there. You're not there to coach or solve problems, but yeah, you're there to diagnose their current problem and then provide the solution. So it becomes a lot easier to make those sales because you're able to make the prospect go down a very specific, a very specific um, path and, and you're, you're going to be the one that decides what happens as you go along. Yeah. Um, so it becomes a lot more effective. 
Okay, yeah. So, yeah, it's just the same for the ad. So, when we, you're a qualified personal trainer as well, so you would know that we know most people, when they want results, it's going to take three, four, five, or six months. But what people need to remember, though, is people want quick results when it comes to running yeah. ads themselves. We need to make these ads a short period of time so people can cross those lines and not have to worry. So, I kind of understand where you're going about when people are having these sales calls and they start talking about, like, hypertrophy or the type of calories yeah, you need yeah, yeah. or the type of fats that you need to have that's not really the purpose of the call yeah yeah 100 um because the end, the end of the day it's one of those things that you're trying to you, you've got to take people down a, a certain path because ultimately if you don't do that there's yeah. less chance of them buying so that does, not only means that there's less chance of you making money but that client now won't get the result that they're actually looking for because you haven't done your job properly yeah, so yeah, yeah, if yeah. they don't buy because you spent the whole conversation talking about how they shouldn't be doing Slim and Weld and how they, they should be in a 12 to 15 rep range and you're telling them all these things that they've done wrong or what they should be doing, should be doing, should be doing, you're not taking them down the right path. You're, you're not showing them that where they are right now isn't where they want to be and this is where they need to be and where they want to be. You're not doing that. You've not, you've not shown them exactly what they want. So it's going to be harder for them to want to buy. You've just given them a bunch of information about what they shouldn't be doing right now. So by, by doing your job properly, you've shown them what could be possible, which makes it very makes it a lot easier for people to buy and ultimately get results within your program. Okay, yeah. So I kind of know your setup when it comes to chasing leads, but could you tell the people that are watching or listening to this how they should potentially chase their leads? Because I know most people really struggle with... They can yeah. run Facebook ads or like we might run ads to them or somebody else runs ads to them and then they get these leads and then they're like, they're not sure how to best follow up or chase these leads. So how, how do you do it with your agency and so on? So I think, again, a lot of personal trainers' problems is they don't like to be salesy or pushy. So they assume that they are annoying people by sending a message or trying to call them, you know, more than a couple of times. So what we do, so what we do when we're following up with leads is, it's a lot more than what most people will do, but there's a lot of money in the follow-up. People are busy. People do need a couple of nudges. Yeah. Not everybody is going to jump on you straight away. Like with your ads, you know, people need to be nudged a couple of times before they then apply kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's the same with sales. They may have applied just because you sent them a message 10 minutes later doesn't mean that they're not rammed in work. So what we do is we'll send them a message straight away to say who we are and when we'll be calling. So we're going to give you a call this afternoon at two o'clock. You'll try it two o'clock. If they don't respond, you send them a little message and say, listen, try to give you a call. I'll try again later on. If you have a preferred time, then reply and let me know and we'll sort it out. There's still a process of like three to five more messages after that in yeah. between whether you've called them and they've not answered, whether they haven't you know, booked a call yet and all these different types of things. So you, it can sound quite aggressive in terms of volume, but if you word it properly and you are genuinely just being polite, it works very, very well. At the end of the day, they've applied or opted in because they need help. They've come into you or opted in for your thing because they need help. You're the one that's going to provide that help. They need to be the one that just goes along with what the process is. So as long as you're polite within your process, you, you should be fine. You shouldn't be worried or, or not confident enough to, to follow, up, follow up and chase people up properly. Because at the end of the day, you're losing out on sales and you're losing out on potential clients. And you aren't doing your job properly. You're preventing people from being able to get the results that they want. 
definitely. And the biggest thing you said there was chasing potentially up to five days in a row. So like when these leads come in, I see so many trainers, maybe we've delivered them leads or they're running ads themselves and they might phone them once the person didn't. Yeah. Answer. So they then just, they give up. It's like, Oh, this person requested more information. Why are they not replying to my first text message? Yeah. They get sad. Yeah, yeah. They say the leads are not working and they kind of give up. But like Stuart does this on a daily basis. He chases leads for fitness businesses. He helps yeah. generate these sales. So definitely chase them for as long as possible. Yeah. There's been times where um, I may have sent someone. So normally we'll do our entire follow-up. If, if things work perfectly, like they've, they've opted in at the perfect time and everything's gone properly, we'll probably send, I think it's something like four or five messages over the course of three days. And they'll get, um, again, depending, there'll be at least three attempts of the phone call during that period. That can sound like quite a lot. Like some people will listen to that and go, oh my God, that's basically nagging. But it's how you word it. I'm not sat there going, listen, you, you, you've applied. We need to get on the phone. You know, why are you wasting my time? We're not telling them we're wasting our time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half of the things are saying, listen, I understand you're busy. Just let me know when you've got five minutes and we'll have a chat. Do you know what I mean? Like little nudges like that make a world of difference because someone might have applied and then five minutes later, they're taking the kids to school and then they've got to go to work and then they've got to pick up the kids after school. You want their priority that very given moment. But if they've lifted the phone up a couple of times and see they've got a message from you and they'll go, yeah, oh, yeah. I'll respond to that now or respond or I'll, I'll pick up with them later. There's been times where after three days, nothing day five, really interested in still. Thank, thank you for keeping in touch. Really interested. Really want to jump on the phone. Uh, I'm free tonight if you are. So people do appreciate the fact yeah. that you, you are trying to get in touch with them. Not everybody is annoyed. Not everybody gets annoyed. Definitely that I've, we've seen that many times before, not just even for us. We send that text message saying, okay, this will be the last time we're going to get in contact. I know you're probably busy. A couple of days yeah. later, it could be even two weeks later, you yeah. might reply to that text message and you're like, you know what? That lead was still there and it's because we followed up. Yeah. So people are following up with leads and somebody finally answers the phone. For somebody who's not comfortable at speaking to people on the phone or asking sales questions, what would be maybe your two or three perfect questions that you could potentially either sell or invite them in for a consultation? So we just feel more confident or comfortable phoning people up as it so as in like the type of things to ask that get yeah, you the, yeah. the big, okay get them so, to either pay or book a consultation at the end of the call okay so i think one of them the first thing that isn't an actual question but it's the set and agenda thing it's one that we focus heavily on in the um, in the event was the fact that when you get on the phone you aren't asking permission for what's about to happen you are telling them that um, hey, you know, after a little bit of small talk or whatever, right? Okay, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you a few questions about you and the, the results that you want to achieve, where you are now, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then by the end of the call, the aim is if everything's a good fit, uh, we'll book you in for a consultation or, you know, you'll join the program. And that's it. It's not a question. It's a statement of what's about to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you, can, you can really go through the really easy stuff, you know, what have you tried in the past, all this kind of stuff. But then two key things will make a huge difference because they will ultimately sell it themselves in their own mind of whether they want to book in or whether they want to buy the program, whichever way around that you're doing it. Um, and it's what's stopping you. So go back over where they are at right now. Okay. So you say you want to lose two stone. You told me that you, you've got no energy and you want to do this and you're struggling with that, with that, blah, blah, blah. What is it that's stopping you from achieving that on your own right now? And then keep quiet. They're really going to have to figure out what that answer is. That's like such a such like a powerful question to ask them, because they are really going to think hard about it, and they'll give you some great answers. Once they've completed that, again, 
you summarise exactly where they are now, what they want to be, and then follow up with. So why, why not just stay exactly as you are right now? And that's the one that's going to really give you the key factors of why, well, why they don't want to stay as they are right now. They are literally selling it to themselves in their mind that they need to do something about it now because they don't like where they are and they physically cannot do it on their own. So now I've found my guy or girl to get me there. You, you, you've ri- literally put them in a, in a prime position for you to just go, okay, do you want this? Yeah. Yes. Yes, please. Like it's, it's as simple as that. Do you know what I mean? Um, those two questions are massive. Setting the agenda and then asking those two questions are, are huge. Perfect. Something a lot of the guys in Liverpool when we met up found quite interesting was what you, or the silence part when you say the pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could you just maybe just explain just a little more just to kind of end this? What, yeah. When your price, especially is quite a big price, how do you not overcomplicate the process of saying the price? So I think one thing to do is get good at keeping quiet and even earlier on throughout the conversation, whether it's face-to-face or on the phone, is once you've asked the question, do not add anything to it. Just stay quiet and let them respond, let them answer. So get comfortable and confident of doing that. But then when it comes to position you're offering, giving them the price, they've just received a bunch of information during the whole call or conversation. They've got a load of things fizzing around in their mind. So now when you practice at delivering your offer, so let's say, for example, you know, Everyday prices is ABC. Well, we give an incentive based on people acting quickly. So if you do want to jump on board today, then it's, you know, X, Y, Z. At that point, you just, you say the price and be quiet. There's nothing else to add. They've asked how much. Make sure it's them asking you how much it is. You've told them. That's all. That's, that's the answer to their question. You've given it. There's, there's nothing to add. You now wait for their response. Now in their mind, they, they are fizzing around with all these different things in their head because they know they want to do it. Yeah. They're trying to sort of think of reasons potentially why they can't, but they know that they need to do it. They're going back and forth. And you're not offering any more words to help them with their decision to potentially talk themselves out of it, if that makes sense. The more you talk, the more opportunity it gives them to kind of slow it down or, or, or whatever else and go, you know what, actually, yeah, this isn't for me. So if you leave it to stew in their own mind, you want them to make a decision based on what's in their mind right now because then you can then handle the objections rather than you continuously talk, 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 talk about stuff they might not even care about. And I've just talked, you've just talked them out of it. So staying quiet is a, is a, is a, is a massive part. It's probably one of the most crucial elements of, of the whole conversation, whether that's face to face or not, you just hold eye contact and just keep your mouth shut. It can be awkward, but it's the best thing to do. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're not hiding. You're not hiding. You're not being hesitant. You look confident you're not hiding. You just, you've told them the price. You've, you've delivered the question, the answer to the question. Cause it's like, once you say the price and you start adding more text to it, it's like you're trying to back up that this is worth the price. Yeah. 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 So you could be saying, okay, so, and it's a, uh, and it's 99 pound month. And, and the reason why is because we're going to do this and we're going to, and you're now talking about your program again. They've just heard all that stuff. You, you might be telling them things about the program that they don't actually care about and don't see any value of. So, you know, it's £99 a month and we, 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 we do this um, and we do that and um, it's because of this and, and, you know, usually it's that and you just shut up, let them think about it, just let them think and ask yeah, you yeah, the yeah. questions because otherwise, you know, sometimes people will go, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's 600 quid but we do have split payment options where we can do it this way, this way, this way, this way, that way. Now you've just given them a bunch of options. We need to remove as many of the options as possible. So, yeah, just, just learn, to, learn to keep your mouth shut.
<laughs> Perfect. So how can people find out a little bit more maybe about some techniques that you use or if they wanted to get in contact, see potentially if you could help them, where, where, where would people go and find you? Um, to be honest, on my personal Facebook page, um, I can send you a link to that. Instagram as well, Stu underscore does underscore sales. And started being more active on that. Um, and there'll be, a, there'll be a free group going out at some point yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before the new year where I'll be putting a load of stuff uh, in there, a bunch of trainings and, and whatever else. So When you finish um, that, let me know and I'll add that to the bottom of this video link. So okay, yeah, yeah. we can add that for future. Uh, is there anything else maybe you kind of want to say about chasing leads or making sales or anything that people can take away from this call? Um, to be honest, the big thing is just get over yourself. Um, I've never had any, when it comes to following up, that might sound harsh, but I've never had anybody with, with our real sort of what is considered aggressive follow-ups. I've never ever had anybody that's replied telling me to go away or that I've annoyed them or anything like that. More often than not, people actually appreciate the fact that you follow up. Yeah. Um, so get over, get over yourself. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, and get used to speaking to as many people as possible. Face to face on the phone, just do as many of them as possible and you'll find your own sort of structure. Set the agenda, ask specific questions, don't solve, don't solve or coach and then learn when to shut your mouth. Perfect. Cheers, Joe. No worries. So that was a really good call then with Stuart and there was some real fantastic stuff that he shared with us. Specifically when it comes to chasing these leads, okay, we need to be chasing these leads as much as possible, not just phoning them, also sending them those text messages. Whether that's three, four, five days in a row, you need to be in contact with them as much as possible. Because like he said in that call, there could be times where maybe they're traveling to work on the train, they've seen your ad on Facebook, they've given you their details, but by the time they've got off the train, they've started work, they've had lunch, it's been a stressful day and you phone them up, they might just not have time to take that call. So if you send that text message, they'll have seen that text message and maybe when they finally get around to it, they will be able to reply to you or answer that phone call. So make sure you are phoning them two, three, four, even five days in a row and following up with them just to let them know that you are here to help them. And then when it came to those sales questions, the three that he gave us were super, super important. So the first one was just making sure you lay out the purpose of this call, letting them know that at the end of the call, you are going to make them the offer or tell them about the program or invite them in for the consultation, however your setup is. Then finding out a little bit more about what it is they want to achieve, then asking them why they can't do it themselves. Because them telling them that, you, that they can't do it themselves gives you the perfect platform platform say you know what we can help you achieve all of this here's the program for it so today's challenge is relatively simple i want you to first think about your follow-up process when the lead comes in what happens where do they go do you add them to an excel spreadsheet do you add them to something called like trello where you can move them across how often do you contact them what do you say when you phone them up what is the text message script if they don't answer after call one after call two after call three then when they do answer, what is it you need to ask them? The type of questions that you're going to ask to get the responses that you need. And then are you going to sell on the phone or are you going to book them in for a consultation? Luckily for you, we have something called the FitPro portal. And in there, we kind of give you all this stuff so you don't even have to think about it. We give you the sales scripts, the follow-up sequences, the text message and sequences and things like that. But for now, 
go and think about it, okay? Go and get your follow-up series in place. You know what to say, what to text, what to call, and how to follow up. I'll speak to you all next week. Thanks for watching. If you've loved it, make sure you do subscribe and comment below. And I'll speak to you all soon. Cheers.